if you're the kind of dad who grazes all of the food samples in Costco and calls it dinner, then this is the podcast for you. Something about those little Swedish meatballs in Costco. I don't know what it is, but hey, we're bad to the dad. We are the podcast that celebrates suburban dad life and dads from anywhere in the world. We are so happy that you, the listener, you, the dad, have decided to join us for season five, episode five, and across all of our seasons and off-season specials, this is episode number 75. My name is Adam D, and it is my great pleasure to introduce to you my good friend and podcast partner, the man who makes you feel like you got an hour back, even though you set the clocks forward an hour. His name is Coach Randy. Coach, happy 75th episode. Happy 75th, Adam D. What a remarkable achievement you and I have made, 75 and 5. I didn't think we'd get past 75 minutes, and look at us now. Look at us now, uh, and uh, it was quite a week indeed building up to number 75. You celebrated a big birthday. It's number hmm, Devin, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, you had a great birthday. We're very excited. You're another year older, another year wiser, and we are 75 in, in the can, as you would say. In the can, which I think is perfect. With The, the older you get, you got to use euphemisms like in the can. Right. It makes the analogy all that much sweeter. Got a good physical, went to the eye doctor, got these dad frame glasses. Hey, look at those. Those are nice. Yeah, I tell you, going through a whole renaissance. My doctor tells me I got another year to keep on chugging, possibly more. I'm sure many, many more, but got a clean bill of health. It's like a renaissance. And, and look at you. I mean, I think you're I think you're sl- slimming down there, Adam. Do you know I, mean? I am. I am under 200. You know, you got to got to keep those, you know. When you get all as the numbers, your age gets higher, you got to have those other numbers get lower. You got the weight, the BP, yep. the PSA. Uh, never thought that I'd be, you know, using those acronyms ever in life. Yeah. But here we are. We're men of a certain age, men of a certain age, men of a certain age. And uh, it's all about, man, for me, for the last several weeks since my physical, it's all about fiber. And You've been telling me time and time again, it's all about fiber. And look at you. you, you look comfortable, you know, you're sitting upright. So I'm almost, I'm almost at that uh, below 200 section. I'm right there on the penumbra, right? Ooh. Right? Uh-huh. Of two, right there. I just sat uh, I there. love it when you talk about the penumbra. I'm going to go look that up. It's, it's look at the penumbra. It's, it's like the taint, you know, it's just, it's just in oh, between. Okay. All right. So we went there. We're back in, we're back in the fraternity house now. Excellent. Excellent. Well, you know, who always keeps it clean, you know, who always keeps it energetic, you know, who always gets better with age every day that passes by better and better and better. That's got, that's gotta be Becky Berman, right? Of BermanBranding.com, BermanCS.com, Berman Brandy, Becky Berman, who is, is a genius. She has taken over all of my, my, my PR, my marketing, and people are starting to notice. I have still an idea how this hashtag works. I really want to learn, um, but I went out. I, I hired the best, and I think I've got the best. So I'm, uh, I'm all for Becky Berman. Give her a shot. Let her know that Coach Randy and Adam D told you, and I would bet she might give you a little bit of a discount just because you say our names. What do you think, Adam D? She's good like that. And I, I have a feeling that the more people who do that and say that, the, the better, the better the discount will be. But I don't want to tell her. I don't want to tell her her business. It's her in the business. 
Oh, done our business boy. That's from Fletch, of course. You know, we haven't done a good Fletch line in a while. So I'm glad you brought that up because I love Fletch. F Fletch. Yeah, we gotta, gotta get gotta get back on that kick. What so again, Becky Berman. Becky <laughs> it's Comanche Indian. Becky Berman, awesome. She actually designed our Bone Daddy logo. So if she can do that for us, imagine what she can do for your business. Hey, today's episode, you may have seen on social media that we were expecting Tim Hagen, the head of Progress Coaching. So just um, a little scheduling change. He is actually up in the northern woods of Wisconsin, where the Wi-Fi stinks and your nearest neighbor is a bear. So he said, you know what? I did a test run. This Wi-Fi thing isn't working out. Even the phone reception is is pretty horrible. Um, he, he basically told me this over Morse code. That was the only way he can get in touch with me. But yeah, oh, you're familiar with Morse code. Good. Glad you, glad you took that course in community college. But uh, yeah, so he'll be back, Tim Hagen, uh, the week of March 29th. So in two weeks, two weeks, he'll join us. And weeks. this week we are going to have Jared Root and Zachary Root on. So you remember Jared Root, coach from season four? I think it was episode four. And we learned a lot about the Usher 1F syndrome, which is a degenerative condition that is experienced in young people. Zach is a little guy. And unfortunately, it's progressive blindness that sets in. And uh, what's caught on like wildfire is the Usher 1F serial challenge. So we're going to catch up with the roots and talk about the serial challenge, which... I have completed, and uh, I can't help but notice, Coach, that you have yet to uh, try your hand at being blindfolded and making a bowl of cereal. Yeah, you know, so that is something that is on my uh, my 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 to do list. I understand, uh, busy and, guy. Uh, this will just be a friendly reminder that uh, I have accepted the challenge, and we'll uh, we'll get to that. Um, but yes, I, I have yet to do. I I I enjoyed watching your experience. Um, and uh, look forward to comparing your experience to mine and how we go about. So, uh, yes, I have not yet done it. I, I, I will I will own the challenge and I will participate maybe at some point this week. But uh, you I are correct. I'm sure you'll do a thousand percent better than me. So, Coach, switching gears, uh, it's been an interesting last couple of months. You know, COVID aside, let's talk about something uh, other than COVID. Yeah, let's, let's, let's lift our spirits up, right? Yeah. Well, actually, the topic I was going to bring up is more, um, Yeah, I don't know if it's, you call it parenting advice, but I think it's a parenting dilemma that at some point I think everybody goes through. And here's the question I pose. Oh. What happens when your kids, heroes or their favorite athletes or artists do bad things yet still put out really good material. So again, I'll tell you where this is coming from. You know, uh, Morgan Wallen, right? Hey, that's, that's the first person I thought of. Correct. Yes. Yes. So he's the country star who, I don't know if he won the voice, but he went really, really far in the voice and he became uh, a million seller country artist with the mullet. Yeah. Good for him with the mullet. And you know, his, Music, I guess, sells like hotcakes or it's, I guess, downloaded like hotcakes now. I'm following you. Yep. And then, of course, he was caught on tape uh, uttering a racist epithet, a racial slur. But before that, he was also caught. He was supposed to be on Saturday Night Live. Yep. He was out and about and didn't wear his mask. Yep. Messed up. He was supposed to be part of the opening. Saturday Night Live. Saturday Night Live. And yeah, I'm sorry about he. He came back, you know, a few weeks later, owned his mess up, even mocked himself, right? So it wasn't just, and now, of course, has been caught 
uttering some. I, I believe it's the end. This would probably would have been a better topic for last week and last week's guest, but nonetheless, uh, it, it came up for uh, for a different reason, which I'll get into in a second. So, yeah. you know, I'm driving with my daughter Perry, and she's gotten into country music, ah. and she still plays Morgan Wallen. I'm like, why are you playing this? This guy is uh, not somebody that we want to patronize. And she's like, well, I still like his songs, but I really don't like what he did. So, you know, that precipitated a whole different kind of parenting conversation. And that's, can you like the product, but hate the producer? And then another uh, issue came up that hit a little closer to our homes, Randy. You know, my, I think when you're a kid, you don't necessarily root for a favorite team. You have favorite teams because mm-hmm. you like certain players. So my daughter well, loves. Yeah, and that's part of the challenge is that yeah. because players move all over the place now. Yeah. Used to be this was your team and the players were that team and you knew all the players. Now you're lucky if you know one or two players in a team. Free agency, free agency yeah. killed killed the game, but we still root for the uniform. Yeah. So she likes the Milwaukee Bucks because she loves Giannis Antetokounmpo. And believe me, I had to rehearse that. About I got to tell you, times. you just say that again. That is very impressive. impressive. Say with me, Giannis. Giannis. Can we move on now? Or are you going to make me say the last name? I want the last name. Dude, Giannis. Antetokounmpo. Antetokounmpo. They call him the Greek freak. Yeah. He's of Nigerian origin, but grew up in Greece, uh, played in um, played in Greek basketball professionally before coming to the NBA, came over as a very young, young dude. And I think he was the all-star game MVP. So that aside, she likes the Bucks, but she also likes the Miami Heat. And I think her dream is to eventually work for the Miami Heat one day because, you know, you got to take well, your talents to sell. Well, right? You got to take it. Not only that, we now know the opportunities for females within sports. Yes. She now has role models, women who have broken that crack, broken that ceiling, that it actually is a possibility. You've got general managers now who are female, referees who are female. Finally, coaches. I think it's great. Yeah. Well, as girl dads, that's the kind of thing we want to see because we want to make sure that they have every opportunity that's been afforded to men throughout the centuries. So there's a, a guy, and he's, he's not a, a great player, but he's still a player on the Miami Heat. His name is Myers Leonard. I don't know if you heard of this story, Coach. Oh, I, I know where you're going, partner. I know where yep. you're going. Was um, recorded on Twitch playing Call of Duty uh, with some friends or with some uh, marketing partners, and he used the anti-Semitic K-word mm-hmm. while he was playing. He claims he didn't know what the word meant, didn't realize it was offensive to Jews, put out this big apology. And now he has been given a leave of absence from the team. And I asked my daughter, you still like the Miami Heat? And of course, she says, I still like the Miami Heat, but I don't like this player. Mm -hmm. So I don't even know who he is, she said. Wouldn't even buy his jersey. Completely out of sight, out of mind. But the rest of the team, who's actually owned by an an Israeli guy who's who's Jewish, you know, um, you know, she'll she'll still be a fan of the team. But what I'm glad to see is that there is no tolerance in cyberspace for any kind of hate speech. Mm-hmm. Um, you're starting to see people coming out of the woodwork on Twitter. No excuse that you didn't know that word. Mm-hmm. If you used it, you probably heard it somewhere. Yeah. So you probably had some idea of what it was all about. Yeah. You're going to have to do better than an apology. And of course, Julian Edelman from the Patriots comes out. How about that guy? I, it's the opportunity he, he, he looks for. And this is what I think is really nice. What I would, I wish there was more of. Yeah. Let's let's take this negative bad thing. You know what? Come spend some time. Like uh, uh, he did that with I forget which football player, uh, and he took him to the Holocaust Museum. 
Deshaun Jackson. Yeah, Deshaun Jackson. And Deshaun so, Jackson. Let me just explain to you something. Spend some time. You're a good person. Um, maybe it's because you don't know. Maybe it's because you do. But you know what? Here's an open invitation. Uh, I want to help raise your awareness. And let's do so in such a way where it's it's an opportunity. Don't it's there's no negativity. Let's just let's get together. And so he did that. What does he do? Invites him over his house for Shabbat dinner. Shabbat dinner, the Friday night dinner. The weekends, you have a meal with family, you say some blessings, you have challah and wine. Let me teach you about our customs. So it's all about education. That's how you build tolerance with knowledge, right? It's not just about apologies, right? Apologies are very empty because they're just words. And, you know, usually when people are sorry, it's after they get caught. It's not that they're sincerely and deeply sorry. You cannot make a mistake, right? No one knowingly goes out and that's why I made a mistake. No, you made a choice. You got caught. So in hindsight, I'm now going to call it a mistake. But that's that's part of what we're discussing here. It would be nice. I'm not a big fan of the word tolerance, unless you're talking about no tolerance for, for bullying, no tolerance for harassment. No, a lactose intolerance. Right? You, you'd like to talk about but, that? I like. Uh, listen, I have a daughter that is uh, lactose intolerant. And, oh. uh, it took me a long time to understand that she really cannot eat dairy and cheese. <laughs> and yet, And yet dairy didn't apologize to her. No, it did not. Um, but I'm all about acceptance, this idea about acceptance. So let me ask you this, Coach. Let me go back to my original question because we, we kind of uh, went on several tangents, and that's good, several breakout sessions. Well, we're going to spend more time this morning. Our guests need to know that because of the cancellation of Tim, you and I get a chance to engage in some deeper conversation than we normally do. Yes, yes, some additional knowledge with, uh, with the roots. But let me get back to this Morgan Wallen thing. Yes. So as a parent, all right, we've got a guy who – said a nasty word, okay, that um, is probably the worst of the worst. And his music is still out there while I think his record company severed ties, his marketing partner severed ties. You can still find the music and you can still listen to it, okay, and still be a fan of the music, I guess. So as parents, and I'm not saying there's a wrong or right answer here, and everyone, every household has to do it their own way. Mm-hmm. But when a an artist does something wrong, right? As vile as this, and is still able to sell records and have their music available in this case, is that okay? And and what's the right approach? What I think is great, Adam D, is to have kids, the age of our kids now, where we can embrace these kind of conversations. And I've always referred to this as as value-based parenting. Like when kids are younger, we're talking about command control. We're talking about right and wrong. But now we're getting this element of choices, you know, which is like through middle school, smart choices. But as our kids get older, we're able to talk about what are your values? And this is a really value-based question. Uh, And right now, he's not being played in the open. Like stop, no more on the highway. You don't hear him. But The highway, that's the uh, XM satellite radio. XM satellite. We noticed that. The girls, even my girls yesterday said, we haven't heard Morgan Wall in a long time. Well, You know, because no one's promoting it, but you can still go out and find it. Mm-hmm. Um, what I like about it is the opportunity it creates for us as parents to talk about values um, and that um, that life is full of ethical dilemmas. Life is full of various challenges. And can you still maintain a value-based perspective without compromising your values if you choose to say no? But I, this song resonates with me. I don't want to punish. It's like you don't punish the person you punish the behavior. You know, coach, I knew you would stick the landing on this one. Mm-hmm. I mean, this one is 
smack solely in your wheelhouse. It's all about having conversations and dialogue. Mm -hmm. Let's make the conversations disruptive and uncomfortable. Let's make them raw. And let's let the kids, right? And we've got teens and preteens. Let's let them unpack this Mm -hmm. and have their own opinions and ideas and discussions, but also be prepared that if they decide to play, for instance, a Morgan Wallen song out loud, and there is a a black person in the car or a black person nearby, you better be prepared Mm -hmm. to explain why you're doing that. No, and I, uh, I think that it's very important. We don't grow. Our kids can't learn if we hide them Mm -hmm. or we choose not to engage. I believe based on our value system. And I think that's part of what makes our approach as parents, which is why I think we have the kids that we do is we allow for this conversation. Um, And I know when my daughter's, have a certain perspective that may, I don't necessarily agree. I become what what some would call the devil's advocate, even though I, I don't think a devil really needs an advocate because a devil is a devil. You know what I'm talking about? He'd probably advocate for himself pretty well. Correct. Uh, but I just want to help my kids learn how to think critically, uh, to have compassion, think critically, and figure out what that means in their life and understand. Well, I'm definitely tracking with you, Coach, and I think the message there is let's keep talking. Let's not shy away from the difficult conversations. And this is, uh, again, another way to invest in our kids' lives, but also give them an opportunity to voice what they think is right or or what they think is wrong. And these are the times when they have to start making those decisions. Agreed. Agreed, Adam D. Nice talk. Nice talk. Good. I'm glad we had this time together. And I'm looking forward to our time with The Roots. Again, The Roots are coming up. That's Jared and Zach. We're not talking about the Tonight Show band with Jimmy Fallon. Also great, but we're going to be talking about the Usher 1F Syndrome and Usher 1F Serial Challenge that's coming up right here on Bad to the Dad. We are Bad to the Dad with Coach Randy and Adam D. Finding us on social media, that's no problem. We're there. At Bad to the Dad is the handle for most of our social media platforms. That includes Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn. We do have a website, too, if you want to go that route, and that is badtothedad.com, where you can see information about episodes past, present, and future, as well as some pictures of all of our guests. That's badtothedad.com. And if you have a question or a guest idea or a show idea, you can email us. That's a great way to interact with your Bad to the Dad producers and hosts. The email is contactus at badtothedad.com. That's contactus at badtothedad.com. So as we teased out in the first block of our program, we reminded everybody of Jared Root, who is the dad of Zachary Root. And we learned a little bit about the Usher 1F syndrome, Usher 1F syndrome in season four. And now the Roots have started a campaign that has really caught wildfire. It's been on TV news. It's been all over social media. It's the Usher 1F serial challenge. I know I took it and failed miserably. Coach promises that in time, he's going to take on the challenge as well. I think he just wanted to see how poorly I was going to do before... He started uh, blindfolding himself, but 
We are thrilled to have both Jared, the dad, and Zach, the son, on Bad to the Dad. Hey, guys, and welcome. Welcome back to Bad to the Dad. How are you? How are you doing? How are you doing? You guys are doing great. So, you know, um, Jared, the last time you were on, we asked you for dad advice, advice for dads. So when we have returning guests on, we usually like to do something called on-the-spot questions. But I thought we'd do something a little different today uh, because we're going to be talking about cereal. Let's go round the horn to everybody and talk about our favorite cereals. So, Jared, I'm going to ask you first. Zach, I'm going to ask your dad first. What's your favorite cereal? I would say mine is always Fruity Pebbles, has always Fruity. been a kid. It almost Fruity. tastes like fruit. It's got fruit in the name. And then you got, then you got Cocoa Pebbles. It, it goes both ways. The milk turns chocolatey. Correct. You can't Every go cereal is special. Every cereal is special. Uh, how about you, Zach? What is your favorite cereal? Or maybe when you're asking a kid, what's your favorite cereal today? Mm, Fruit Loops. Fruit Loops also. So just like dad, you like Fruit Loops. And what do you like about Fruit Loops, Zach? Fruit Loops, not Fruity Pebbles. <laughs> Fruit Loops, what do you like about them? Mm, that they're round and they don't, and they taste sweet. Mm-hmm. That's probably, you should have led with that. Right. But I do like the round shape because if they were triangular, they would just poke the roof of your mouth and just gets completely messy. How about you, Coach? Are you a cereal eater? Uh, I do. I love cereal. I'm a big cereal fan. Uh, and, my, and I guess the taste of cereal have kind of gone throughout my life. Jared, you know, I, I do like the fruit based. I was uh, really into Cocoa Puffs. Right. I was into Cocoa Krispies. Right. right. Uh, but now my world is all about fiber uh, and, and calories and, and weight. Uh, so I go with Cheerios, honey nut Cheerios, regular Cheerios, maybe with some banana, or if I'm really feel like going on the edge, some raisin bran. That's where I go. That's okay. that's that's my 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 cereal. And you, Adam D. Well, I was going to say thank you for the public service announcement for the ARP community. Uh, but yeah, kind of like kids, my rotation is is pretty rapid. So sometimes I'm on a life cereal kick, and I don't know why life cereal. It's probably the salt. Uh, also has a lot of fiber. I, you know, I, it never fails me, never fails me. But yeah. now I'm on this kind of Reese's Puffs kick mm -hmm. because I think any candy that can be turned into a cereal is absolute magic. Right. So if we can find a way for the Mars people to make a cereal out of Twix, which in my opinion is the best candy bar you could ever find, chocolate, caramel, and a cookie right. in one, actually in two, then I think that uh, many of the world's problems will be solved. <laughs> so Twix cereal, come on, Mars people, get on that. Always thinking about the world, Adam. Yeah, I love your, your global perspective and how you- Through are. cereal and candy. It's a backdoor mechanism. Become, we can make this world a better place. Yes. Through cereal. Right. So Zach and Jared, I gotta ask you, you know, we talked a little bit about Usher 1F and we wanna learn more about that syndrome again and some of the, the research efforts that are being put forth towards it. But this serial challenge, like I said, it just sort of came out of nowhere and it went viral. Yeah. How did you come up with the idea to do the Usher 1F serial challenge? Yeah, so you want me to answer? So we, we, we actually, about four weeks ago, uh, we had a great Zoom call just like this with all my college buddies at the University of Arizona. Um, bear down and uh, yeah, bear down, were, bear down, bear down. And that's we where most of Coach my, Randy's money goes. My, both my older two kids both graduated from U of A. Is that right? Okay, yeah, just, yeah. I, you graduated yeah. in '99. Yeah, well, 
They're just a couple years older than they are. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we, we, you know, we have a, a solid group of guys who really uh, have always helped us out and figured out different fundraisers that we can put together. And because of, you know, COVID, we obviously couldn't get together and figure out, you know, previously we did Sight Town Cycle and it was a cycle event. Obviously we couldn't do that during COVID. So somebody asked during a Zoom call said, you know, what does Zachary like to do? He likes to play Legos. What does he like to eat? He likes, you know, cereal. And we kept thinking, you know, how, how can we make this challenging for other people, not only just for adults and kids uh, to all come together and have do something fun. So a friend of ours, his name is Jason Ciano, actually had helped us um, and said, let's, let's think of cereal. He loves cereal. And we're dealing with, you know, the uh, the blindness part of it. And why don't we blindfold ourselves and try to make a bowl of cereal? And it was one of those things where you kind of thought it was a little bit silly at first. And then one of our friends actually did it on camera that same night. And all 10 of us were just hysterical and just thought it was great. And I left the conversation and I ran upstairs and I said, I think we got something. Um, and fast forward four weeks and we, we are, I, you know, I like to say viral. We, we've had, yeah. you know, a lot of different videos. So it's been amazing. So Jared, just, just take us back. Tell us about the challenge. And you mentioned the blindfold and yep. tell us about the rules of the challenge. Because we are going to keep posting a hashtag for the Usher yep. 1F serial challenge. So how does it work? So basically we want everybody to take a bowl of cereal. Uh, you, gotta, you have your milk, you have your spoon, you have your bowl. The challenge is simple. You're going to blindfold yourself and try to get those elements to make a bowl of cereal. So where in your day-to-day, -day, it might be simple for you and I, but someone with vision loss, it's not so easy. So the whole aspect of blindfolding yourself um, was really the core element as to why this challenge kind of fit our profile. And I think everybody really understands when they start to learn more about Usher syndrome, why you know, we chose the blindfolded aspect of it. Um, so Zachary actually did it when we first challenged him for the Usher 1F0 challenge. And you could tell him as, as you did it, what'd you grab out of the, out of the refrigerator? Lemonade. So, lemonade. Lemonade. So what as bad as my chocolate milk. <laughs> yours was pretty, yours was great. And that's what, that's what we want to see from everybody as this challenge continues to snowball is, you know, most of the kids that are involved are just having the best time with it. And they're also understanding the awareness of Usher syndrome as well at the same time. And we hope that everybody that nominates each other just continues to do it and continues to spread awareness and obviously raise money uh, for our, you know, for our nonprofit, which is called Usher One of Collaborative. Um, so I think one of your questions was, you know, the money raised at this point, um, you know, 100% of those funds that are raised go directly to the researchers. And I think that, are you tired of this conversation? He's, he's already tired. He's talked about it too many times. He's waiting for a bowl of cereal. I'm just, <laughs> waiting, I'm just waiting until I get a chance to ask him a question, but please yes. continue. So I'll, I'll finish with that. But I think what was the coolest part is that we actually had two out of our eight researchers actually do the challenge as well. And it directly impacts their work on a day-to-day -day basis. Um, and when you donate money to Ush1F Collaborative, you actually tell 
it says on our website how much money is going towards, let's say, X amount of hours of research. So we are transparent about where the money is going and, and how that's affecting our labs. Uh, thanks, Jerry. What I love about this challenge, and I that's an incredible concept in the age of social media and things going viral, just how you can take something so personal and be able to make it so global and make it fun. And there's nothing more fun than blindfolding yourself and see what happens. But Zach, I have to question. Uh, I'd like to ask you a question. Is that okay, Zach? How do you like all this attention that's coming to this now? What's it like for you? What do you mean? Well, you're getting all these different videos, all the different things. What's it like for you kind of being the center of the attention of what's happening? How do you like it? Good. Yeah? You think it's important for us to understand what's going on? Yes. If there was a message that you could tell our listeners about why this is so important, what would you tell our listeners? What would you tell everybody? Um, to do the Usher one of cereal challenge and raise money for Usher. Excellent. And why is that so important to you? So that way kids who don't who can't hear or can't see can hopefully get a vaccine. Very nice. Very nice. Uh, Zach, what's been the most fun part of this whole experience? I know you've gotten You've gotten uh, swag like hats and shirts and cereal boxes with your name on. I know you have your own version of Fruity Pebbles. There's been the TV interviews. What do you like the best out of all that's happened? Um, people spilling their milk and, uh, and cereal on the tables. It's a man after my own heart. It's all about the comedy, the physical comedy. It's not about the swag and the celebrity of it all. It's who can make a fool of themselves the best. Right but for a good cause. Right. Yeah. We, 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 we had, we had this little poster I'll show you guys. Cause I think it's just awesome. Zachary actually made it for me or my wife, Rachel made it for us, but you know, this is, this, this shows you really how far, you know, like you mentioned the swag. Hey, hold on, hold on, hold on. We got to take a picture of that. I gotta take, I gotta yeah. take a picture of that. Yeah. Bring, bring that back. And this is uh this is all audio. So yeah. Uh, right. I'll, put well, I, I'll describe media. it. All right. So if you can imagine, you can see the post in the box. It says Zachary in really bright yellow letters. And it says Fruity Pebbles. And it has Fred Flintstone. Right. right. The great Fred Flintstone that I grew up with. Right. Blindfolded, holding a pitcher of milk. Yeah. So we were, you know, I, I think what's amazing about how, um, how incredible the, the challenge has gone, uh, where we first kind of really hit it off with Kellogg's. Uh, and how they were interested in our story was that when they created the snap, crackle, and pop imagery, uh, you know, at first I just saw Usher, the, the hashtag Usher1F0 challenge on top, and I just thought it was the coolest thing. And then I, you know, two seconds later, I see that snap, crackle, and pop are blindfolded themselves. Um, and, you know, somebody in that industry was telling me that, you know, these, these three guys are legends, you know, in that field, in that market. And they've never been touched. They've never been changed, you know, on the box or anywhere. And, you know, in two days, once Calix contacted us two days later, we've got this image of them blindfolded. And I just thought it was just so incredible that they took time to do that on characters that they never touch. And for a, for a, a syndrome that is pretty rare too. Right. Right. I bet they didn't even hear about it until you went viral with this challenge. Yeah. And I, you know, as we've, kind of kept in touch with them, you know, people internal that have been great to us in communication, 
it just shows that even though that a huge corporation as they are, uh, you know, the employees within, and I actually learned just the other day that somebody within their department actually also has Usher syndrome. So, um, wow. you know, we, we've connected with other people throughout this and you learn that there's these, what they call like serial leakers uh, on Instagram that, you know, really follow the new products in the market and they put it on Instagram. They have their own followers. Um, and we've, we've really reached out to all of them as well. And they've all done the challenge for us. Um, so when Kellogg said we're, we're in touch or might've been posted at that time, said we're in touch with one of these uh, serial leakers. I said, we've already actually connected with them. So it's, it's such a small world and all of a sudden now we're in it. So it's pretty cool. So you're actually making branding history through this, this rare syndrome, which is absolutely, yeah. absolutely incredible. So would you say that your lives have changed at all? Um, you know, do you feel like you're getting more requests from media? Uh, you know, do you feel like um, you've had to put all your other everyday efforts on hold so you could focus on this program? Yeah, I think the, the last three weeks have definitely been, um, you know, huge for us in, in the essence of speaking with people. You know, I think we went on a, a TV media frenzy for two weeks, which was incredible. Um, I also, you know, did another podcast with, uh, it's called Radioactive Dads, which is one of the guys, Nathan Kress from iCarly. Um, you know, Wait a second, wait a second. You went on... You want another podcast? <laughs> we 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 got. We are, got are you, are you, is, is, is there something going on in a relationship that oh, we didn't know? Coach about is here? very very territorial when it comes to. Well, look when, when a Nickelodeon when a Nickelodeon we, actor now. tells you well, to help, come on, you come on. We right. pride ourselves in being the largest growing dad based podcast yes. throughout the world. And from what I'm hearing is, I think you might have a dual allegiance here, and we need to know where your heart really lies, Jared. I mean, you know, I, I, I think if you looked at the followers, you guys might be ahead of those guys. So I don't think there's much, uh, you know, challenge here. All right. Um, Jared, don't, take any crap. Don't, no, don't take any crap. from. Right. If I were you, Jared, you know what I would say? I would say my allegiance is with <laughs> my son, Zachary, and I am trying to get as much awareness about the serial challenge and the Usher 1F syndrome. Correct. So, so to, to answer your drop. question, I think what has changed most for us really is the essence of actually just talking more about uh, Usher syndrome in itself. Um, and that's really something that, uh, you know, we've talked about, but never really, uh, you know, talked as much about as we do now, um, you know, especially with Zachary. Um, so it's been, you know, good for us. It's been good for everybody else that is, is within our circle. Um, so that everybody's aware. What do right. you think? Get you Thanks, involved. Jared. Uh, so, so Zach, can I ask you a couple, another question? Would that be okay? Zach? Um, we often had, as we alluded earlier, there's something called dad advice when we ask dads for advice, but right now, what I think would be helpful for all of our listeners, all the dads is we want you to offer some kid advice. What kind of advice do you have for other kids? So if you were hanging out with your friends, other kids, what kind of advice would you tell them with what you're doing? To get to do the cereal challenge and get grape juice and stuff that's not milk and pour it in the bowl. Ah, that is some great. <laughs> so why is that? Focused. And so why is that? Why why grape juice? Right. Why that'll stain? No, so that way it's funny. Ah, 
Think you about the surprise you'll get if you're pouring a bowl of fruity pebbles and it's swimming in grape juice. Think about the possibilities, coach, so and I, the wackiness that will ensue. But maybe it just goes viral, and now we have fruity pebbles in fruit juice, a whole right. new marketing plan for Kellogg's and Post to go crazy. Get the Welch's people on that. Call the Welch's people now. Hashtag right. Welch's. Are you listening? Yes. yes. I like that. Yes. There you go. You just created the next wave. The next level. Glad right. we can help. Level. Glad yeah. we can help and bring our right. genius to the Usher That's one great. That's serial great. challenge. Yeah. So before we wrap, wrap up, a um, couple of things. We, of course, want to know what Usher 1F syndrome is and where people can learn more about that as well as the serial challenge. But we want to see how Zach is doing. Is Zach doing well? How you doing, buddy? Good. You're doing Zach. good? You're happy? Zach, Zach is doing great. Zach is doing great. He's in you know mainstream third grade school, right? You're at Grandview. He's loving it. His grades are unbelievable this year. We're so... You know, aren't you happy? I mean, that he's in school five days a week. Uh, no, we, we, he, he's great, right? I mean, we're, we're really lucky that they're in school and he's actually um, thriving from being in school and, you know, from last year to this year. So um, couldn't be happier with that, right? The best way to answer that is the way Tony the Tiger answers. What does he say? Do you know? What does he say? <laughs> they're great. That's right. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. So before we take it home, Jared and Zach, again, tell us uh, how we can find out more information about the Usher Usher 1F syndrome and um, what it's all about. Yeah. So the easiest way to go is uh, usher1f.org. That's our nonprofit organization. You can find everything uh, about Usher syndrome on there. There's also a button for the Usher 1F serial challenge. Um, that will explain more about the serial challenge in itself and also provide videos of myself doing it and Zachary doing it. Um, and you can also now go to www.usher1fserialchallenge.com. So we've actually have a new website, which takes you to all those different videos on Instagram and Facebook. So, um, you know, last piece of the puzzle obviously is the importance of raising money so that we can continue to fund you know, the eight different labs uh, that we're working with on a global basis. Um, and at this point, what we've raised from the Usher 1F Zero Challenge goes 100% to each one of these, uh, you know, labs across across the world. So it is important. Our goal is not, not met yet. Um, so we've got a long way to go. And the only way to get there is for other people to get on board and continue to do the Usher 1F Zero Challenge. Jared, I might have missed it because I have ADD, right? Uh, What is your goal? So our goal right now online is to raise $250,000. Our goal in itself uh, that we can- My goal is to get no water in the ocean anymore. What? (laughs) (laughs) I'd like to see you pull that one off. That's tough. That's really tough. But he's thinking about the big problems. Yeah. so yeah, our, our, our goal is $250,000. Obviously, that is just the serial challenge goal. Okay. Uh, we did come up with what we call, you know, 10 to a cure, which we came out about six months ago, which is uh, trying to raise $10 million, $10 million over the next 10 years, hmm. um, which we think in essence, by doing that, uh, we will actually find a cure, clinical trials. Um, and that is our big goal that we have going on right now and 
we're hoping to obviously meet that. That's awesome. Well, we give you, Jared and Zach, nothing but the best of luck in your crusade to build upon the research and end Usher 1F syndrome. I don't want to end cereal eating because that would put that market out of business and the world needs more cereal. But if we can get rid of Usher 1F, then that would be a beautiful thing. And I can't think of a better leader, Zach, to make that happen than you, my friend. Thank you. Thank you. You are very welcome. Good luck, guys. We are Bad to the Dad. Download us wherever you find podcasts. We are Bad to the Dad with Coach Randy and Adam D. Again, we are brought to you by Berman Branding. And you can find Berman Branding and Becky Berman and all the wonderful work that she and her team does at BermanBranding.com. That's BermanBranding.com. Social media handles at Berman Branding for all of your web design, graphic design, and marketing plan needs. Look what she's done for Coach Randy's business. Coach Randy says, imagine what she can do for you. That's Becky Berman and BermanBranding.com. Coach, I want to thank The Roots. I want to thank Jared for coming back on the show. We enjoyed speaking with him in season four. Loved it even more with him and his wonderful son, Zach, who's, looks like, I tell you, this 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 dude, he's, he's poised. He's thinking about the ocean. <laughs> he's thinking about grape juice. Um, you know, it's devil may care. Yeah, he's yeah. just taking it all in stride. And I gotta tell you, you know, sometimes the social media thing, coach, can be used for the powers of good. Look at everything they've done to bring to light the one F Usher one F serial challenge. That's when you look at social media and say, ah, if there's any reason why we wanted to create this kind of opportunity for people is for situations like this. Bring the world some good. Use it for good. Absolutely agreed. Well, look, I did it about two weeks ago, the Usher 1F Serial Challenge, and I would call it an epic fail. I added a degree of difficulty where I went from my kitchen table all the way to the fridge, blindfolded, pulled out the wrong bottle of milk. I went with chocolate milk, poured the cereal, uh, went all over the table. I thought I heard the ping, ping, ping of Fruit Loops in the bowl, and I got like three or four of them in and ended up just inhaling a giant bowl of chocolate milk. But that's okay. I think that's what it's all about. We're trying to show how challenging it is to do simple tasks when you don't have sight. So well, give it a try. Hashtag Usher 1F Serial Challenge. You know, and I think I got from Zach and his kid vice. He wants it to do the way you did it because it's all about being funny and goofy. That it's making yourself vulnerable and that it's hard, but yet he wants to see people make fools of themselves because you know what? He wants to laugh and it makes him feel good. So I am sure I will have an epic fail in the reality terms of getting, you know, cereal into a bowl with milk into my mouth, but yet it will be a success because it'll make Zach laugh. Comedy equals community. Did you think that all on your own? That was Just cool. while you were talking, I was listening to every fifth word and I was coming up with that slogan in my head. So hashtag comedy equals community. I'm throwing it up on bad to the dead. I'm telling you. Next week is episode six of season five, and we're going to have my old friend Jesse Lamp on the program. So who's Jesse? Jesse is a 
senior special agent, not just a special agent, a senior special agent, kind of like double secret probation, right? From Animal House, <laughs> senior special agent with ATF, that's alcohol, tobacco, and firearms. So what is life like being a super special agent in the ATF, in the world of COVID, in a world where some states are legalizing marijuana? And also what's it like to be a federal agent when you are the dad of three girls? Oh, wow. Yeah, um, that, uh, that I think is a conversation that we want to deep dive in even more so than his ATF work. But hey, you know, stick it out with us. We're, uh, we're gonna have a lot of fun with that interview. Well, listen, Adam, yeah, I'm looking for that interview. I think, as always, great job. Loved our conversation earlier in the episode about critical thinking in our kids and our values. We don't get a chance sometimes to talk as much because you want to get to the guest. But I don't know if people understand the difficulty of having a guest who decide and has an opportunity to go away for the family in the cabin, which I don't blame by any stretch of the imagination, and thinking, you know what? I better have a backup plan. And boom, in a heartbeat, in a second, you already know what you're doing. You are, you are, you're talking about that curve. You talk about you are you are over that curve. You already have, it's like chess. And I think it was amazing. And I want to give you a man applause right there, uh, a dad applause for being so great. Thank you. Well, I'll tell you what, let's call this uh, my own dad advice for people who are producing a program or a presentation or whatever it is that you're doing where there's deadline sensitivity and you're relying on somebody else. Always have people in the till that you can rely on in order to make the program, whatever that might is, actually happen. And can always count on your roots. Go to your roots. Again, another thing I just thought of now. I see what you did. I see what you did there. I saw what you did. Well, I, I can't saw. do I can't do geometry proofs, but I can go through my LinkedIn but I, I, but, but network and say, hey, do you want to be a guest on Bad to the Dead? I, I, I just saw what you did there. That was a full, full circle back to the roots. Excellent job. Bravo. Coach, Hashtag. stick with me. Stick with me. You may actually make something of your life. Hey, <laughs> and happy number 75. What a great way to celebrate 75. 75th episode. And thank you, the listeners. Thank you, the dads. Thanks anybody who is listening and has been listening since day one for taking this enjoyable ride with us next week episode number 76 can't wait with jesse laugh dads have a great week we're bad to the dad 